crazy criminals were busy this week in Florida. Here's what's on the docket with Karen Curtis. This week on the docket. You're being detained as a result of a warrant issued by a judge in Miami. An alleged serial rapist under arrest. He would have a sharp instrument, threaten them not to scream, not to say anything. He would sexually batter them. Broward Sheriff's Office announcing charges against Robert Kohler, the alleged pillowcase rapist this week, thanks to a DNA match to his son, who was recently arrested. Sergeant Cammie Floyd heads up the cold case unit. I was able to obtain his DNA, and we were able to match that DNA to multiple victims in Broward County. Kohler, who's been a registered sex offender since a 1991 conviction in Palm Beach County, was at one point the most wanted man in South Florida history. He allegedly attacked women with a sharp object, then raped them while he covered his face or their faces with a cloth. Dubbed the pillowcase rapist, he was suspected of sexually assaulting 45 women in the 1980s. This guy is a a horrible, evil, dangerous predator. Someone just randomly breaks in your house and assaults you. You get a knife in my throat. Kohler was already in custody for a sex crime in Miami-Dade County, so Floyd got a search warrant for his DNA, and it was a match. Threats of violence and actual violence against the justices, of course, strike at the heart of our democracy, and we will do everything we can to prevent them and to hold people who do them accountable. U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland, who was once nominated to the Supreme Court, says there is zero tolerance for anyone who threatens judges or justices. Now the feds have raided the home of a California man accused of plotting to kill Supreme Court Justice Brett Kavanaugh in Maryland. As the president has consistently made clear, public officials, including judges, must be able to do their jobs without concern for their personal safety or that of their families. The 26-year-old suspect is being held without bond on a charge of attempted murder. Meanwhile, President Biden talks gun reform on late night this week. You find people who uh, are worried, I believe, that if they vote for rational gun policy, they're going to be primary and they're going to they're going to lose in a hard right Republican primary. A 10-year-old girl could be charged for a deadly shooting in Florida that left a woman dead. The girl's father says that she'll live with him while authorities figure things out. I am going to do everything in my power to make sure that my daughter all the help that she needs. Police say it all started when the girl's mother, Lucretia Isaac, got into a physical altercation with 41-year-old LaShawn Rogers, during which Isaac handed her daughter a bag that contained a gun. Witnesses say the girl took the gun from the bag and fired one or two shots. Rogers was hit and later died. Isaac was arrested on the scene for manslaughter, child neglect, and several other charges. The 10-year-old was arrested for second-degree murder and is being held in a juvenile justice center. A Florida Republican congressman is talking about gun violence after recent mass shootings around the country. Byron Donalds questioned Heritage Foundation firearms expert Amy Swearer. The policy of universal background checks, would that have stopped the shooter in Udalvi from acquiring his weapon? It would not have stopped the shooter in Udalvi. Would it have stopped the shooter in Parkland? It would not have stopped, with perhaps one lone exception, a single mass public shooter in the last 20 years. Meanwhile, all of these recent mass shootings are having an effect on the jury selection and the sentencing trial of the Parkland shooter. Marie Ayala has been arrested and charged with manslaughter by culpable negligence, possession of a firearm by a convicted felon, possession of ammunition by a convicted felon, and violation of probation. Did you count all the red flags there? A Florida mother has been charged with manslaughter after last month's tragedy in which a two-year-old child got a hold of his parents' Glock and shot his own father in the back. 
At a news conference this week, Orange County Sheriff John Mina says the parents did not properly store the gun and left it in an easily accessible location. Gun owners that do not properly secure their firearms are just one split second away from one of these tragedies happening in their homes. Again, the mom has been arrested and charged with manslaughter by culpable negligence, possession of a firearm by a convicted felon, possession of ammunition by a convicted felon, and violation of probation, which was for child neglect and drug charges. St. Lucie County mother found dead earlier this year in a vehicle with her twins killed her children before taking her own life, according to a report from the Brevard County Medical Examiner's Office. The 35-year-old mom and her three-year-old twins were found dead March 20th in a vehicle parked in an apartment complex in Melbourne. The trio had not been seen alive in 11 days before their bodies were found. The medical examiner says all three died from methamphetamine and cocaine intoxication, and neither child had any external trauma or any sign of physical abuse. That wraps up the docket. Case closed.